And welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told in the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Um, this dark voice means that your host, Fred, has seen fit to scoop you out for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. All right. Uh, Radio Drum Revival kicks off. We have, uh, this is the last show you're going to hear before Halloween, so we are throwing everything we've got into the pan today. Um, double feature for you, two new shows, um, and then we're going to have a second show. Um, so there's actually two podcasts out this week, this one and then another one um, for plays that may not be findable elsewhere, um, except for here on Radio Drum Revival. This is the kind of special stuff that we like to do for you um so yeah so uh we are going to be short on promos and stuff like that today uh though i do want to give one shout out um david acampo of wormwood has been working on a graphic novel featuring the characters sparrow and dr crow if you don't know who crow or sparrow are then um highly suggest you go check out the wormwoodshow.com um wormwood is just sensational piece of audio drama history wish it was um could come back to life and haunt us again uh, wonderful series um and david acampo really uh, and jeremy rogers really broke ground releasing that show um and now they're out doing some graphic novel stuff um right here sort of in halloween time figured i'd give it a shout out sparrow and crow crow uh c-r-o-w-e dot com um he is also trying to raise up some funds through uh, kickstarter and the like um, so, uh, if you want to send some love to Wormwood, go check out sparrowandcrow.com. Um, and that is going to be it on the announcement side today. Going to keep it lean because um, got a lot of material to share with you. First up is the show I've been telling you about all month, uh, Intensive Care by James Comtois. Um, it is produced by uh, yours truly as well as the two great folks at Oral Stage Studios, Matthew J. Boudreaux and Samantha Mason. Uh, Matthew in particular did a unbelievable job with the sound design. Um, I helped with the location, the location sound, and Samantha Mason is a stellar director. Did a great job casting as well and working with people to get some of the most awesomely haunting performances you're going to hear today. I'm sorry, I've got to say this show kicks ass. Um, and I know I helped produce it. I shouldn't say things like that, but um, it creeped the hell out of me. I hope it'll creep the hell out of you. This is intensive care. I'm not going to say any more about it. I'm going to see you in half an hour. Vinyl Room Productions and Aural Stage Studios present Intensive Care by James Comptoir. So what are they saying about the cost? They're only going to cover half. Hello? Oh, hell, you're joking. I wish I was. Hello, where are we going is there anything you can do? Well, my nephew's a lawyer, so maybe I can talk to him me? about. Oh, sorry, sweetie. Didn't realize you were up. Could you tell us your name? Alex. Alex Erickson. And what is your date of birth? November 3rd, 1983. Do you know why you're here? I'm not sure. I remember something about an, some sort of car accident. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I've been in a car accident. Okay. Where Where are you taking me? We're taking you to your room. Where's Elizabeth? Elizabeth? Where's Elizabeth? Is she okay? We wouldn't know anything about that, sweetie. Oh, God. Oh, relax now. You've had a long and rough day, but the worst is over. Now you just need to rest, and here we are. And, oh, 
Looks like you've got your own room. Oh, actually, no. Spoke too soon. You've got Mr. Bradley in here. Oh, he's still here? Appears so. He is a sight. Is he ever? <laughs> <laughs> but he won't be any bother to you, sweetie. I'd be surprised if he wakes up. For all intents and purposes, just believe you've got your own room. So... Out of sight, out of mind. So you're lucky. Luckier still, you've got us taking care of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get you into your bed. Count of three, can you lift up your legs and slide across to the mattress, sweetie? We'll help you. Oh, okay. One, two, three. Perfect. Okay. When can I see Elizabeth? Elizabeth? She's my... I don't know. She's my girlfriend. She was with me in the car. I don't see... We'll a... check and see in just a minute, okay, sweetie? Okay. Thank you. Now, just try to relax. You feeling okay? You in any pain? Not really. My legs and back ache a bit. Let's increase his morphine drip. Was thinking the same thing. Also, take these, sweetie. Okay. Here's some water. you ever say anything nice? They won't let you live here alive. <laughs> Let's get you back why, to your room. Why are you here? Oh, really, Mrs. Lee? You can't say hello? Try your mad, you mother. Okay, no call for that kind of language, Mrs. Lee. Let's get you back to your room. Mrs. Lee always gets restless and cranky whenever she thinks it's time for her meds. So, come on, let's get you back to your... No! Ow! Hey! Damn it! I don't know how long you're planning to keep him here, but he need to go. Whoa. That hurt Mrs. Lee. Uh, now, after what he done... What he's done? Mrs. Lee hasn't done anything. Oh, you shut up! If you go and lie to me, might as well just shut up! What's your problem? All of you, always lying to me, never listening. Mrs. Lee, we listen to you. Uh, you shut up! You promised you'd get rid of we him. We didn't promise any such I thing. You promised me I'd get my drugs. Okay, that's it. Drugs. You okay? Give me my drugs. I'm fine, just startled, that's all. Get her out of here! Give me my drugs! No! Let me see. Yeah, that may bruise. Give me my drugs! Get her out of here! We'll get Mrs. Lee her drugs and let the doctor know. Give me my drugs! Okay, Mrs. Lee, let's go. We'll get you your sedatives. Okay, come with us, Mrs. Lee. Time for your medication. We'll be back for you, sweetie. Okay, good. Just get her out of here. We will, we will. Thank you. Press that button if you need us for anything. Sure. Thanks. And we'll see about getting in touch with your girlfriend. Please. After we take her to our room, let's get your handbook. 
Elizabeth? like a hospital, but it hasn't been a functioning one for who knows how many years. So, so wait, if this isn't a hospital, where are we? Uh, haven't you figured that out by now? This hospital has no interest in making you better. <laughs> Or having you see the light of day outside these walls. Mm, okay. Why don't you just stay where you are? Notice? They haven't let us keep our phones. Or that they keep changing the subject. When it comes to visitors. I mean it. What they are interested in is... Making sure you die a painful death, and making sure you know why. Don't come near me. No, don't touch me. I guess, I guess they haven't told you why you're here. Why you're here to suffer. Don't touch me. Oh, or maybe they have. You've just chosen to forget it. I'm sure I can't blame you. Stay away from me. I mean, look at this place. Does, does this look like a modern medical facility? Is there anyone out there? I mean, it's getting some funding, don't get me wrong. Just not in the traditional sense. Nurse. Nurse. Hello. No. Help! Help! They 
hands. Creating the ultimate vessel for his return as a tribute away from me. Oh, hell, his glorious return. Oh, hell, his glorious return. How did he get out of bed? Oh, oh just to get to the... Oh my lord, look at the mess you're making on the floor. Was it? I don't know, it's just... Um, um, it was just um, uh, we need to get you cleaned up. Could we? Oh, Mr. Bradley. Let's take you downstairs. Thank you. We're sorry about that. We didn't realize Mr. Bradley would wake up and bother you. Hmm. Now then, what is your name? Uh, name, please. Alex. Alex Erickson. What is your date of birth? No, November 3rd, 1983. Do you know why you're here? I've been in a car accident. No, listen. Do you know if my girlfriend, Elizabeth Scott, has been contacted? I Do you wouldn't know, know anything about that, sir. I'm just the technician. I'm here to check your blood pressure. Now, lift up. Oh. Well, could you find out if... What? Oh. All set. All right. But I need to know. Uh, the doctor's on his way over here. He'll answer all your questions. Oh, he is? Yes, sir. Okay, good. Wait. Is that good? Honey, if you have questions about your temperature or blood pressure, I'd be more than happy to answer. Beyond that is way above my pay grade. Oh, God. Who is that? Is that the doctor? Wait, what if Mr. Bradley was right? About what? That is the doctor I'm done for. I don't have time for this. I've got 15 other patients to tend to. Wait! No! Everything's old and falling apart. This can't be a real hospital. No. No. This... Yeah. This horrible cult got to me first before the paramedics could arrive. Oh, God. No. No! God, no! Alex. Elizabeth? Is that really you? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Oh, thank God! You're alive. And you look healthy. Oh, thank God. They wouldn't tell me anything. I couldn't tell if you had been... Oh, it's so good to see you. Same here. I got here as soon as I heard the news. Actually, I got here a while ago, but... It's a bit of a maze downstairs. I don't know if you've been... Uh, yeah, we need to talk about that. Elizabeth, I don't think this is the best place for me, for us to be. Alex, if you saw yourself in the mirror, you'd know you need to be here. No, no, I, I mean... How are you feeling, Alex? Oh, um... Well, I'm, I'm feeling so much better now that you're here. Seriously, Elizabeth, I had no idea if you were even... What can you remember? It's tough to tell. Well, just try. I, I... I can't remember if you were with me in the car or not. You were, weren't you? Oh, Alex. Though, uh, no. You couldn't have been. You look fine. No, you look better than fine. You look amazing. Well, thank you, Alex. 
So, were you in the car with me? You really can't remember? I... I want to say... Yes. I, I remember... You being with me in the car. But I can't really tell if I'm thinking of some other time I was driving us somewhere. I do remember that I was the one driving. So can you help me, Elizabeth? Were you in the car with me? We were both in an accident, yes. But that's not why you're still here. Wait, still? Elizabeth, what do you mean still? How long do you think you've been here? What? Oh, you poor thing. Wait, have I, have I been... Alex. How long ago was this accident? I think if you remember... Are, are, are you saying I've been in a coma? It's not like that, Alex. No. What is it, then? I need you to tell me. What can you remember about the crash? We, we were coming home from getting ice cream. You had just had your tonsils taken out. Yeah, uh, getting your tonsils taken out at 28. We both thought that was pretty funny. But still, you, you needed to get them taken out, and we got you ice cream. Rules are rules, you know? So, so we were talking about, yeah, I remember. We were talking about moving after the wedding. And, and that's when I noticed how foggy it was. I mean, real foggy. The, the windows were fogging up on the inside. So I was wiping down the insides of the windshields as we, as we were talking about when and where we were planning on moving. In hindsight, it was so stupid. You dropped your ice cream on your lap. I should have I should have pulled over or let you take care of it on your own. But, but I decided to help you clean up the mess. That's when I noticed headlights from out of nowhere. Alex? If we're going to do this, we need you to be honest. What are you talking about? That's not how it happened. Yes, it is. No, Alex, it's not. Yes, it's... Well, look, they're giving me a lot of drugs here. I could be getting mixed up. Yes, Alex. You're definitely mixed up about a number of things. But you're not even trying. Now, come on. Make an effort. I think they're poisoning me. Alex. Yes, I need your help. I need your help escaping here. There, I believe it's a cult that runs this place. It's not a real hospital. Alex, I'm going to leave if you don't make an effort. No, 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 I'll, I'll make an effort. I'll, I'll make an effort, I promise, I promise. Just please, please don't leave. Don't leave me here, please. Please, please, I, I promise, I'll try to remember. I'll try to remember. Thank you. We were coming home from some movie. You didn't like it as much as I did. No, no, you, you were upset about, you didn't care about the movie. You were upset about something else. I asked you what was wrong, but you, you wouldn't tell me. I tried to, to find out, but you said you didn't want to upset me. Yeah, yeah, I, I said I promised I wouldn't get mad, and you started to tell me. I guess, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention to the road. I was paying attention to what you were saying swerved into a tree. That's... Yes. That's what happened. I remember it now. It, it makes more sense that way. Right? That's... Right. 
That's what happened. Isn't it, Elizabeth? You don't remember, do you? I didn't swerve into a tree? You did, but you're still blocking out a lot of parts. Like, like what? What am I blocking out? Me telling you about Robert. Me telling you I wanted to put our engagement on hold. This blind rage you went into. You were screaming at me. What? You threatened me a lot. I had never seen you like this before. You looked possessed. Stop. No. That's oh. not what what's happening. Told me. If, if you couldn't, couldn't be with me, me no, no one, one could. could. And no, that's, that's when what? you crashed the car into the tree. Wait, wait, Elizabeth! Where did she go? Alex. Where is she? What have you done Alex. with her? Alex, Elizabeth! you know where she is. Elizabeth, I'm coming for you! Alex, we've come a long way and have made exceptional progress. Who the hell are you? If you've done anything to Elizabeth, I'll kill you! Seeing you undo any sort of progress we make through willful stupidity upsets me deeply. Who the hell are you? And what have you done to Elizabeth? Alex, you know the answer to both of those questions. Listen, pal, I don't know who you are or where you came from, but I'm done playing. I'm getting the hell out of here. I wouldn't do that. I don't care what you think. I'm leaving. I know my rights. You can't keep me here against my will. Oh, I'm out of here. Oh. Oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. Oh, screw it. I'm gonna go. so worried. <laughs> but really, Alex, we don't have much time. We've got to get you out of here. Follow me. Okay. None of us blame you. We were all about the same. Heck, some of us have done the same. What are they talking about? Just ignore them. Shut up! So you can get in our way and get really, really hurt doing so, or, or let us by. Yeah, I don't want to repeat what happened before. So just hear me out. You're going the wrong way. To get out of here, you need to go through the basement. Oh God, Alex! Give me this place. Make this place deliberately difficult to leave. Oh. What? What's happening to his face? No, I 
remember. I run if I were you. Alex, let's do what he said. No! Dressed like a security guard. Forget it. Here. Let's go down here. Oh, God, no! I knew you'd try to escape. Who's that? This may be a problem. Mrs. Lee, what are you doing out of bed? You think I'm gonna let you just walk out of here just like that? Mrs. Lee, you need to be quiet. No, I don't need to be quiet. Stop her. You move. I scream my head off. Alex, we don't have time for this. You hear me? Shut her up and let's go. I scream my head off. Shut up. For once in your miserable life, you stupid cow. Just shut up. What's this? Oh, you bitch. You got your drugs. What are you complaining about then? Oh, come on, Mrs. Lee. You wanted your drugs. Now you've got them. Now eat them. Eat them all. Then shut up. Sorry you had to see that, sweetie. I've seen you this way before. Now, come on. I, I think it's this way. Wait. You think? I, I told you it's a maze down here. Is that... Do you hear something? The hell is that? I don't like the sound of that, Alex. Me neither, but sweetie, where else can we go? This is the only way out. According to that guy with the blood oozing out of his eyes. That's a good point, but we can't go back the way we came. They're all looking for us back there after what I did to Mrs. Lee. Or me, actually. You remember coming in through here. Honestly, I, I can't tell anymore. I remember going through this. I, 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 I took the elevator at some point, so I, I don't know what But you do remember having to go through the basement place instead of... A Everything looks the same to me, Alex! Okay! Fine. I was just asking. What the hell is going on down there? I, I, I mean, if we can't go back the way we came... God damn it! Elizabeth... Why do you have to be such a bitch all the time? That's not fair. It is fair. You always have to correct me. Always undermine me every time I make any sort of suggestion. Alex, you need to calm down. No. Or at least stop the car. Shut up. If you're going to lie to me, might as well shut up. Alex, please, I'm willing to listen, but please stop the car first. Every day with you. Always lying to me, never listen. Alex, slow down. You're going to get us killed. Finally, you care about what I'm doing. Well, I'm afraid it's too little, too late. We can talk about this, I swear. Just pull the car over. You're going to get us killed. That's the idea, you stupid bitch. Alex! No! Oh. Oh. What? Oh. What just happened? Oh, you made it. Oh. oh, we're so glad we thought we lost you. What is this? Wow. Uh, Elizabeth, we've got... Nurses. Elizabeth. Uh, nurses, please restrain him. Where did she go? Elizabeth! No! 
Stay away from me. Come on, sweetie. You're only making things difficult for yourself. No! Get, get the hell off me! What? When did... How did this happen? Alex. Get these off me. Alex. Those restraints. Get have... these off me! Alex. Stop acting like a petulant child and listen. You know those restraints have been on you all month, ever since you attacked Mrs. Lee in your group therapy session. What? How do you think you got all those cuts and bruises? Mrs. Lee and three orderlies put up quite the fight with you, Alex. What? Who are you? What are you talking about? You know who I am. I've been your doctor for the past five years, Alex. I've been treating you ever since you were brought in here. This is... What? You're lying. Dig deep. You know I'm not. You're lying! Alex, I've been taking care of you here ever since you crashed your car and killed your fiancé. We go through this every day. Every day you come close to acknowledging it, and at the end of every day you revert back to denial and repression. Now that's been fine. But these recent malicious and violent outbursts, attacking Mrs. Lee and force-feeding her your drugs, you know there's no telling how long she'll be in that coma. What? And attacking Mr. Bradley, clawing out his eyes and killing three nurses, you know that we have no choice but to put an end to your consistent violence. What the hell are you talking about? Well, today is the day. We've had it on the schedule for a while now. What's today? Don't worry, Alex. The procedure is painless and relatively fast. You'll no longer act in a violent or malicious way again. That's a good thing, don't you think? You're going to... No. No! You can't do this! Alex, we've gone over this with you every day for the past six weeks. What? Oh, God! Let me go! Can everyone see okay? We see here, case study 3582, Mr. Alex Erickson. Subject was admitted five years ago after colliding his car into a tree with his fiancee in the passenger seat. After determining that the collision was intentional, there were no skid marks, the state examined the subject and determined him to be mentally incompetent. Throughout his five-year stay here, the subject had displayed consistent bouts of memory loss attributed to mechanistic moral anxiety, closely followed by repeated co-current paranoid delusions and increased aggressive behavior. Recent violent outbursts indicate that the subject would benefit from psychosurgery. In refusing to acknowledge his crimes, both past and present, the subject has created an alternate reality for himself in which he is in an intensive care ward at a hospital where he's waiting for his fiance. But to be fair, that reality is far better and more believable than the one that's waiting for him here. What? What was that? Well, since no one on the outside is expecting you to be released, and since you'll be in a perpetually vegetative state after the procedure, 
We really can do whatever we like with you. What? <laughs> well, I mean, look at this place, Alex. Does it look like it's getting any sort of state funding? I mean, it's getting some funding. Don't get me wrong. Just not in the traditional sense. What are you talking about? Since you won't be using them, we'll need some of your organs. No. We have made a deal to keep a hold of this place, even though it's no longer recognized by the state as a functioning hospital, but now it's time to pay up. Pay up? We're creating the ultimate vessel for his return as a tribute. The hell? Exactly. <laughs> I don't understand. All hail his glorious return. All, All hail his glorious return. All hail his glorious return. Oh, God. We don't use that word here. No, I'm just kidding. What do we care? Heck, maybe your doctor has already lobotomized you, and this is just a dream. Can you dream after a lobotomy? Well, you'll have to let us know. No. No. Help! Help! Can you give him some more sedatives? Intensive Care was written for radio by James Comtois. Produced by Matthew J. Bedreau, Samantha Mason, and Frederick Greenhalge. Starring Nat Angstrom as Alex, Bernie Horowitz as Mrs. Lee, PJ LaRusso as Mr. Bradley, Christina Balbo as Elizabeth, Dave Marshall as Doctor, Hannah Kramer as Nurse One, Janice Gardner as Nurse Two, and Ashley Brooks as Nurse Three. This production was recorded on location at North Dam Mill, Biddeford, Maine, October 2011. Location recording by Fred Greenhalge and Michael Diameda. Sound design and music by Matthew J. Bedreau and Barbara Truex. Original art by Monique Bedreau. Special thanks to Doug Sanford, Carolyn Goslin, the City of Biddeford, Rode Microphones, and the Zoom Corporation. For more audio drama to chill and delight you, visit Oral Stage Studios' website, oralstage.com, and Final Room Productions, finalroom.com. That's oralstage, A-U-R-A-L, stage.com, and Final Room, F-I-N-A-L, R-U-N-E.com. All right, and that was intensive care. Um, if you like it, I do hope you go over to Oral Stage, A-U-R-A-L, stage.com, and send some love or check us out on Facebook. Uh, both the Final Rune and the Oral Stage Studios website have plenty about this new show. Um, now that it's out, we'd love to hear some from some listeners, so please do let us know what you think of this terror and if you'd like us two groups to combine forces again, I do think that audio drama is better for it. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so glad that, that they came out. And a lot of people to thank um, Matthew for uh, staying up to make this thing happen um, all these late nights last few weeks in post-production and for the whole Oral Stages crew for coming to Maine, uh, coming on my turf um, and being part of this. And, of course, a really talented cast. Fantastic show. Um, yeah, so enough about me. 
Uh, hope you like it. And uh, yeah, hope you're ready for some more horror. Uh, we got uh, another piece. This is also quite special. Um, this is from the Sci-Fi Channel's audio productions when they were doing Senior Theater. This was a few years back, though. Um, and uh, it was Brian Smith who started this series. And the story we had to hear was written by none other than J. Michael Straczynski. Um, quite a fabulous TV writer, writer for Babylon 5 um, and audio theater lover. Um, this uh, is part of an anthology series he did called City of Dreams, uh, among other pieces done for the Seton Ear Theater. And uh, this is a really fine piece of that. The Damned are playing at Godzilla tonight um, a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to let you hear this. I mean, it's got Steve Buscemi in it. I mean, how can you not love this piece? Uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Archaeologists believe the city of dreams is buried beneath the ruins of Machu Picchu in South America. Ask an anthropologist and he'll tell you the city of dreams is somewhere in the Australian outback. Its precise location encoded in the low moans of the didgeridoo, waiting for someone to decipher it. Some say it's in Arkham, Massachusetts. Or hidden in the secret network of tunnels under Moscow, whose existence is denied to this day. But I'm here to tell you the truth. You want to know where the city of dreams is? Look around. Location for tonight's story, a nightclub on the edge of town, named after a giant movie lizard where you're more likely to find dust in your glass than a drink. A place where terror has settled in among the shadows and the stage. A little neighborhood nightclub. If your neighborhood happens to lie inside the city of dreams, Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey, it's Franklin Chase from the bank. I know you're in there. Your car's parked right outside. I'm not leaving here until I've talked to you. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Chase. Hi. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. I was busy. I didn't hear... Look, could you come back some other day? Maybe in the morning? This isn't the best time. Mr. Mackey, our office has sent you four letters in regard to this nightclub of yours. You've replied to none of them. We tried to call and found that the number has been disconnected. I have to talk to you. All right, all right, but, but not out here, okay? You better come inside. We'll go to my office. It's, it's right down this hall, past the stage. What's happened in here? 
place is a mess. Tables upside down on the floor, garbage bags, fast food containers all over the... Have you actually started living here, Mr. Mackey? It's a long story. And there's water everywhere. It reeks in here. I don't know if it smells more like a pond or a spa that hasn't been cleaned lately. No wonder no one comes here anymore. Well, what's that over... No, no, not there, not by the stage. You, you shouldn't go up there. Here, this way. Why are you locking that? Just, just to make sure nobody interrupts. You want a drink? No, it's a little early for me. Never too early for me. Have a seat. Now, Mr. Mackey, according to our records, you're nearly six months in arrears on your loan payments. Six months, that long. Look, Mr. Chase, I know I've been late with the payments, but I promise I'll take care of it. I'll come by the office first thing tomorrow, but, but right now I really don't have time. Uh, then I suggest you make the time, Mr. Mackey. The bank lent you a sizable amount of money to help you start this club, and we're becoming quite concerned about our investment. I know, I know, but, but, but please, if you could just come back tomorrow morning before it gets dark. I'm not leaving until we've sorted this out. My orders are quite specific. Uh, here, let me, let me get my notes. You can't. Look, no, put those away. If I leave without satisfaction, then we shall have no choice other than to come back with a notice of foreclosure. No! No. You, you can't do that. You can't shut down the club. Why not, Mr. Mackey? Because if you do, if, if you shut down the club, I'll... I'll, I'll die. <laughs> come now, Mr. Mackey. No, really. I will die. Or... Worse, I, I, did, did you hear something? No. Look, if there's something I can do to help, I'm happy to try. We would like to work this out somehow because, well, clearly no one wants to lose their investment in this. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, if you only knew. Are you sure you don't want some? Uh, no, thank you. Explain. Oh, man. But uh, what the hell do we have to lose, right? I mean, I haven't told anyone else. Not anybody. So that makes you the first. Okay, Mr. Chase, I'll tell you. But then you're going to have to leave. Fast. For, for both our sakes. Do you, do you know what Monday night is here at the beautiful Club Godzilla? Monday is audition night, or at least it was, back when things still made sense. You said you but I knew that you were it was great publicity. Used to get kids from all over town trying to get their first gig in a real club. They'd show up between five and six while we were getting ready to open at eight. Just me and the crew and the bands. Some of the girl singers would do anything for a break. And I mean anything.
Hey, not bad. Not bad at all. You got style. That's, that's very rare. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mackey. I'll bet you're a Janis Joplin fan, right? <gasps> yeah, I love her stuff. How did you know? I can tell. <laughs> I can always tell. You know, hey, you, you got some of her moves. <laughs> I ever tell you that I uh, met her? Really? Yeah, San Francisco, long time ago. Listen, you stick around after the audition, maybe I'll tell you about it. We can talk, maybe discuss your act. You busy tonight? Uh, well, I mean, I was planning to go out with... We can go to my place. I got this whole room full of Janis Joplin stuff. Uh, no, no, I'm not busy. Good. Listen, hon, you go have a seat, okay? I'll check back with you in a bit. Okay. Hey, Jimmy, who else we got going? I don't see anybody. Then we're done for tonight. Not quite. Who are you guys? Name's Quint. Lead singer and electric guitar. This here's our drummer, Blade. And this here's Derek B on bass guitar. Jefferson handles keyboards, and sitting over there, we got Waldo on sax. We've been playing in a few places up around New Orleans. Got some good reviews. So now we're going around and see what we can see. You guys got a name? <laughs> the Damned. As in, well, I'll be? <laughs> you got it. Cute. Now, what can I do for you? Uh, we heard you were auditioning. Thought we'd come by and show you what we could do. We're good, Mr. Mackey. Give us a chance. We'll show you. Audition's over. Uh, the flyer I got says you audition Monday nights, 5 to 6. Clock says 5.30. <laughs> I don't care what the clock says. I'm telling you, audition's over. Okay, look. If it's the way we sort of come on strong, it, it's just our way, Mr. Mackey. We like to surprise people, you see. Image, you know. Hey, no problem. Image, I know all about. See, that's the problem. Quint, was it? Yeah. Yeah. See, Quint, it's like this. You're trying to sell us chocolate ice cream, and we're only buying vanilla. Excuse me? What the hell? That's whoa, 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 hold on, B. Look, I don't want to offend, but see, this is my club, and I have to pick the right kind of people for my customers. And how do you know we're not right? It's nothing personal. It's just the way things are. Oh, give me a break. I'm I mean it. Look around. You show me one all-black rock band on any label. Rap, sure. R&B, absolutely. Hip-hop, I'm right there with you. But turn on MTV, VH1, hell, go anywhere you want. There just aren't any all-black groups who do stand-up, hard-ass rock and roll. Okay? My customers are used to that arrangement. We don't want to confuse them, you know? But hey, try back in, oh, I don't know, say six months. You never do know things change. Hey, we need the gig now, not six months from now. It's not my problem. We've been on the road a long time, man. Hard time of the year to be on the road. Nobody else around here is buying right now. Just you. Sorry, but what you need has got nothing to do with it. Or at least listen to us. No. Come on, man. We drove 10 hours to get here. Read my lips. N-O. Look, I say screw this, you know? We got better places yeah, to... Yeah, 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 hang on, hang on. Mr. Mackey. Mr. Mackey. What? Okay, look, look I'll tell, tell you, you what. what. You're right. It's your club. You do what you want. You hire who you want. We got no problem with that. All we're saying is this. Just listen to us. Once. That's all. When we're done... You don't, you don't think, think we're, we're right, right for the, for the club? club? Fine. Fine. 
we'll leave. No hard feelings. Just listen to us. That's the least you can do. The least I can do is not have you arrested for trespassing. For the last time, the answer is no. Now get the hell out of my club before I call the cops. Son of a bitch. No, go. Derek, let it go. You gonna let him talk to us like that? I said, let it go. Hey, everything okay up there? Yeah, everything's cool. We'll go. But you'll hear us, Mr. Mackey. Sooner or later, you will hear us play. And that's a promise. Come on, y'all. Okay, everybody back to work. Come on. We still got a club to run. Let's get to it. Mr. Mackey? Mr. Mackey, it's Jimmy. Go away. It's important. Hi. Oh. Wow! I, I mean, oh, Jesus. Uh, Why don't you take a pitch? It'll last longer. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. We're just about done anyway. Why aren't we, honey? Yeah, sure. Come on, put your clothes on. I'll see you out front. Yeah. What the hell is so important that you well, couldn't... I thought you might want to know. Those guys are back. What guys? Quint and his bunch and that... Band, the, the damned. Are they making trouble? No. I, I mean, not, not really. I, I mean. Jimmy. They, they paid admission and bought drinks, same as everybody else. Now they're all sitting at this table right in the middle of the club. What are they doing? Nothing! I mean, that's the whole point. They're just sitting there. Five real mean, mad. Bad-looking black guys in the middle of the club, not talking. Like they got this big-ass dark cloud all around them. They're not talking. They ain't even drinking their drinks. They're not doing anything. They're just watching the stage like statues. Only really pissed-off statues. I mean, everything about them just says rage and... Determination, yeah, I mean, that's it. They're scaring the other customers. Christ, okay. Let me get into this. Hey, you. Quint. What the hell do you think you're doing? Came to see the show. We paid our money, two drink minimum. Now we're just sitting here in your fine club. All right, what's the scam? You trying to shake me down? Is that it? Shake you down? <laughs> no, man. No, that's not it at all. See, Mr. Mackey, all my life, I've been running into people like you. People who hold open the door, then slam it in your face. People do that to you long enough one day you decide you're just tired of it, you know? So, I made up my mind. You are going to listen to us, Mr. Mackey. Just like I promised. I don't even care if you hire us anymore. It's the principle of the thing, you know? 
you will listen to us. You will ask us to play for you at one of those auditions and you will see for yourself how good we are. You will do this and then we'll go, but not before. They came back the next night, and the night after that, and the night after that. And they never did anything we could throw them out for. Never said boo. Never threatened anybody. They, they just sat there like they were made out of stone or something. Five big, mean-looking black guys just staring, dead silent. It, it was like there was this big hole in the middle of the club, and every sound, every scrap of music just disappeared down it, made the customers uneasy, and a lot of them stopped coming. I mean, you're with your girl trying to have a good time, you look over and you see these guys sitting next to you, mad, rage coming off them so hard you could almost see it. Who wants to deal with something like that when you're out trying to get laid? I'm telling you, it was as if I was every guy in the world who ever said no to him. Oh, did you try calling the police? <laughs> yeah. I tried all right. They sent me this big black cop. He went over, talked to them, and went away laughing. Laughing. Can you imagine it? That kind sticks together, you know what I'm saying? That's when I started to get mad. I mean, when people stopped coming, we started losing money fast. So why didn't you just give them their audition? They said they'd leave. Because that wasn't the point. Bad enough, I don't like taking orders from some n Damn it, it was my club. My club. I don't have to hire anybody I don't want to, and I don't have to listen to anybody I don't want to. It's my goddamn club. Did, did you hear... Uh, what? what? What time is it? Uh, quarter to five. Why? Quarter to five. Not much time. But, but what was... In a minute. Like I said, we were losing money, so I, I had to do something. You see that, don't you? I, I had to do something. Think about running a club like this, you meet all kinds of people. And there was this one guy I met, said if I ever needed anything, you know, anything special done, I should call him. So I called him, told him these guys were giving me a hard time and asked if he could maybe do something about it. I didn't want to know what. I just wanted to show him who was boss. Are, uh, are you sure you want to be telling me all this, Mr. Mackey? Yeah, yeah, someone has to know. And you've got to understand why the club's got to stay open no matter what, or, or I'll... It's not fair! How was I supposed to know what was going to happen that night? Quick. Quick, man, wake up. What? Yo, we got trouble. You see that car behind us? Yeah. yeah it's been on our tail for the last ten miles. Starting to edge up. Close now. Florin. Oh, in this part of town, all this lakefront property, Man, if the cops pull us over for speed... Hey, 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 at least we won't be dead. Now, pick it up. He's still behind us. Coming up fast, now on the side. I see him. He, 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 he got a gun! <laughs> Mackie says hello! They dragged the lake for two days. Never did find the bodies. Not one of them. And that, that was when the horror started. 
Aren't you the least worried about telling me all this? <laughs> I could go to the police. Oh, it doesn't matter. Nothing matters anymore. They could put me away, even execute me, sure. Maybe that would end it. Maybe not. If this place closes, I'll die anyway. What's the time? Oh, uh, ten to five. I've gotta hurry. Not much time. Like I said, they never found the bodies. But they were dead. You could feel it. Like a cloud lifted over the club. I didn't want it that way. I just told the guy, make him go away permanent. But I figured, hell, might as well clean up the gene pool a bit, you know? I mean, accidents happen, right? I didn't say kill him. I didn't use those words. I just said, fix the damn problem. It wasn't my fault. You hear me? It wasn't my fault! Uh, well, perhaps you, you should sit down before... It started a day or two later. Place just started getting dark somehow. Cold. We put in some more lights, a new heater, checked all the weather stripping for drafts. Didn't help. Folks noticed it right off. Hell, you couldn't help but notice it. It was the kind of cold that chills you right down to your marrow. Kind of a... a wet cold. Like you were standing at the bottom of a lake. Hey, Jimmy. Mr. Mackey. How are we doing on reservations for tonight? Not good. Um, five more cancellations. Weird. What? What's weird about a cancellation? Well, it, it's the reasons they're giving. I mean, one guy I talked to said the place had changed. Said it was depressing, like he couldn't catch his breath. Another guy said he got the chills just being here. I mean, it cold in here to you? No. And it ain't the place. We just need a new act, that's all. Set up the auditions for Monday. Get some new blood in here. That'll take care of it. Will do. And get a mop down here. See where the hell that water's coming from. I mean, that had to be it, right? Just spiff up the place a little, bring in some new blood. New blood. That's funny, you know? I mean, that's comedy. Jimmy! Hey, Jimmy, get your sorry ass over here. Yeah? What's the deal? It's 5.30 and there's nobody here. I set for you to get some people in here for auditions. No, I did, honest. I, I, I put the word out. I stuck flyers all over the place. Maybe they're busy. All of them? What, are you kidding me? Every unemployed two-bit bum with an electric guitar in the county is busy? Give me a break. Last week we had people lined up around the block to get in here for auditions. Well, what else could it be? What do I look like, some kind of mind reader? Well, I don't... I mean, I, I did everything I could. I... All right, never mind. Go on. Just get out of here. Go. I got some paperwork to go over in the office anyway. I'll probably be here all night. I'll lock up. Okay. The hell with them. Hell with all of them. I need a drink. deductible expenses. Hell, it's all deductible. Why else did I get into this business in the first place? <laughs> huh? What the? Piece of junk! Where the hell was I? Oh, yeah.
Oh, great. Now the power's out? Last thing I need. What the hell's the flashlight? I, I paid the light bill, for Christ's sakes. I got it right here. Somewhere. Must be the fuse. Jimmy? Jimmy, is that you? The power's out. You know where the fuse is? Jimmy? Useless. Totally useless. Oh, man. How the hell are we getting water in here? It's a new roof, for Christ's sakes. Jimmy! Get a bucket or some damn thing. We got puddles of water all over the place. Jeez, it smells like a sewer in here. Jimmy! <sighs> Better check the stage. Jimmy? You here? Now, who's there? Jimmy, quit clowning around on the stage, man. Only it wasn't Jimmy. And there shouldn't have been any drums on the stage anyway. But there it was, big as life, a drum set. And you know what was written on the front of that big drum? The damned. And I looked over to the side, and there was a sax, just propped up there like it had always been there, and a keyboard, and a bass guitar, and a lead guitar. What the hell's going on here, huh? What do you think you're trying to pull? Who are you? It's just us, Mr. Mackey. We've come for our audition. He was just, he was just there somehow, on the stage. His face was gaunt, withered, clothes wet, covered with seaweed. I yelled, keep away from me. You keep away from me! Don't you want to stay for our audition, Mr. Mackey? Sit down. This is... There's some kind of a mistake. Oh, oh, God, please, what the hell's going on? I made you a promise. Now, sit down. Look, you, you have to understand it. If it wasn't my fault, I, I didn't know. Sit down. What are you going to do? I told you. We're going to play for you. You are going to ask us to play for you, Mr. Mackey. Ask us. Ask us to play. Please. I... Ask us. Can, can you play for me? Please? Yeah. We can play. What I heard after that, I can't, there are no words. Imagine somebody who could work an electric guitar like nobody since Jimi Hendrix, and, and the lyrics. One minute they were something like the Beatles might have done, then, then they were like the Stones, then, then like nothing, I mean nothing I've ever heard before. They had a sound like nobody else. They should have had a contract with a record company. They should have been on tour. They should have been somebody, you know? It wasn't my fault. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't keep them from getting a contract. 
How the hell was I supposed to know? They were good. My God, they were more than good. They were amazing. I yelled out. I, I said, why are you doing this to me? What do you want from me? I'm begging you, just stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. Well, Mr. Mackey, what do you think? What? Think about what? I, I don't understand. I told you. <laughs> told you we were good. That's all we wanted to do. Show you. Now you tell us, Mr. Mackey, are we as good as I said we were? Yes. Yes, you were right. You are good. My God, you're, you're the best I've ever heard. That's all we wanted to hear. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Just get me out of here and I'll never... Just one more thing, Mr. Mackey. One last question. Do we get the job or not? Mr. Mackey, I uh, have been in the banking business for a very long time, and in all that time, I have never, ever heard a more ludicrous... Time. The time. What's the time? It's almost five, but... Oh, I I've got to get you out of here. If anything happens to you, others will come, and this will get worse. Come on, hurry! Uh, Mr. Mackey, let go of oh, me! What the hell was I thinking? What? 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 What's that sound? Nothing. Out the back! i got to get you out the back. I, I thought... I thought there was no one else here. Oh, there isn't. Come on. Who, who else is in here, Mr. Mackey? Who's in here? Uh, all right, you're clear. Get going. But I... Oh, tell the bank. I don't care. Tell them anything you want. But for God's sakes, you've got to let me keep the club open. I can't let them close it down. Please. You've got to help me keep it open. See, they could have killed me that night and would have, too. But we made a deal. The deal is solid as long as I keep the place open. If it goes, I go, and they'll... Go. Now, quickly! What? I, uh, I... Don't you understand? We made a deal! What pulled them back from the dead was their determination to play, to make me listen. They can't get past that. Can't let it go. So once a week... Oh, God. Once a week they get to... Don't you see? Don't you see? This is their night! Audition night! Monday night! It's Monday night, and the damned are playing at Godzilla's tonight! Let's take it from the top. Beresford Mackey, owner of a small club who has discovered that sometimes terror is a drink served on the rocks. In a bar you'll find is always open, somewhere in the city of dreams. The Damned are playing at Godzilla's tonight. Starred Steve Buscemi as Beresford Mackey, Christopher Burns as Jimmy, Kevin Daniels as Derek B, Beth Glover as woman number one and two, 
J.R. Horn as Franklin Chase, Ezra Knight as Quint, and Kevin Conway as the narrator. The Damned Are Playing at Godzilla's Tonight was written by J. Michael Straczynski and directed and produced by Brian Smith, with original music by Jeff Van Nostrand and sound design by John Colucci. J. Michael Straczynski's City of Dreams is a production of Sci-Fi.com's Seeing Ear Theater. All right, that was our second piece of the feature tonight from the um, Gone But Not Forgotten Sci-Fi Channel series, Seeing Ear Theater. Um, great link for that if you are into it. Um, check out SFF Audio has done a really nice compilation of all those. I'll put the link for that um, up on the RadioDrumRevival.com show notes. Um, senior theater, a lot of previous shows linked up from sffaudio.com. Um, of course, uh, big friends of ours and um, fans of audio drama work like this. Um, so yeah, so usually this is the time where I tell you all the usual diatribe, what you're going to hear next week, what you're going to hear, um, telling you about the podcast address, all that stuff. I'm going to be short today. I want you to hear the second half of this special collection. We have back-to-back features by my friend Scott Hickey with the Grist Mill. He's given me some uh, never-before-released material. How awesome is that? Um, two more shows on the second half of this podcast. Um, check it out on your podcast reader of choice, here for you for Halloween, or radiodramarevival.com. Thank you, folks. <laughs>